Welcome to WTBU News Today, I'm Griffin Buck. Boston has been fairly pleasant temperature-wise lately. Thursday's expected high is about 84 degrees by 3 p.m. and then cooling on down to an overnight low of 69 by 4 a.m. on Friday. Friday's high is about 80 degrees, maintaining partly cloudy skies, looking at a fairly pleasant and comfortable weekend in Boston. We go now to Lala Kajioka with a campus news update. Boston University recently announced that the Dresden, Grenoble, Quito, and Auckland study abroad programs are being permanently closed down. The closures are just some of the many budget cuts BU has been forced to make due to the recent pandemic. In response, a BU faculty member has formed a petition to ask BU to reconsider the four closures. The petition states that the programs, being in smaller cities, can potentially provide, quote, a much more unique and immersive experience, end quote, than the programs within larger cities. The petitioner has asked BU to be more clear about why they made this decision. According to BU spokesman Colin Riley, this decision was made through a review of all the study abroad programs. But he did not explain why these programs specifically were cut and whether BU is considering any other changes to study abroad. In Honolulu, Hawaii, I'm Ulala Kajioka from WTBU News. Thanks, Ulala. Joining us now is Amanda Schneider with updates on new travel COVID-19 restrictions in New England. Connecticut, New York, and New Jersey have issued a joint travel advisory that requires visitors from certain states to self-quarantine. Any visitors coming from states of the high infection rate will be required to self-quarantine for 14 days, and Connecticut residents who travel to said states will need to self-quarantine upon their return. As of Wednesday, the order applies to nine states, Alabama, Arizona, Arkansas, Florida, North Carolina, South Carolina, Washington, Utah, and Texas. The criteria for a high infection rate are 10 infections per every 100,000 people, or 10% of the state's total population, both on a rolling seven-day average. Each state will have its own plans regarding violation of the quarantine. Connecticut Governor Ned Lamont said that there are currently no fines in place for violation of the quarantine and will remain voluntary for the time being. Lamont says that stricter enforcement will be considered if people are abusing the advisory. In Fairfield, Connecticut, I'm Amanda Schneider for WTBU News. Thanks, Amanda. We go down to Jane Avery with a COVID-19 update. A new study by epidemiologists from Pennsylvania State University estimates that the number of early COVID-19 cases in the United States could have been 80 times greater than testing predicted at the time. The paper was published June 22nd in Science Transitional Medicine Journal and surveyed data from influenza-like illnesses reported in all states over a three-week period in March. The researchers analyzed the data and estimated the number of influenza-like illnesses, or ILI, data that cannot be attributed to influenza or severe allergies. One of the researchers, Justin Silverman, said that this study suggests that ILI data is capturing COVID-19 cases and hiding an undiagnosed population from the statistics. The researchers also found that the excess ILI data cases that were attributed to COVID-19 showed a nearly perfect correlation with how COVID-19 spread around the United States in March. Excess ILI appears to have peaked in mid-March with the researchers putting this down to fewer patients with mild symptoms seeking medical care and states intervening with stay-at-home orders and heavy restrictions on public life. Thank you, Jane. Finally today, an update from Mia McCarthy on international news. 
Hashim Thaci, president of Kosovo, has been accused of war crimes during the Serbia war in the 1990s. He was indicted along with nine others involved in the crimes that are responsible for the murder of almost 100 people. The special prosecutor's office, who announced these crimes, said Thaci is responsible for not only murder, but torture, persecution, and enforced disappearances. However, Thaci denied these accusations. He has been president of Kosovo since 2016, but these accusations would be from 1998 and 1999, when Thaci was a commander for the Kosovo Liberation Army. Charges against him won't rule until these accusations are met by a judge at the Kosovo Specialist Chambers. In Boston, Massachusetts, I'm Mia McCarthy for WTBU News. Thanks, Mia. That's it for this edition of WTBU News Today. Be sure to tune into our full program every Tuesday and Thursday at 6 p.m. over on WTBU Radio. On behalf of Grace Ferguson, Alex Corey, Lily Kebner, and Gabriela Lopez, I'm Griffin Buck reporting from Roseville, California for WTBU News.